Welcome to In Broad Daylight. Your host, Adam Todd Brown. On this episode, fuck Donald Trump and YouTube. Well, hello there. Welcome to a new show called In Broad Daylight. It's just me. It's a solo show. How neat is that? Here's the thing, though. Uh, When I worked for Cracked and for various other online entities, part of my routine every day was to get up each morning and scour through news stories and find the things that made me angry or otherwise interested and then somehow develop those into column ideas. I still do that every morning, but I don't have a column to write right now. So I'm just going to put those ideas here three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at high noon Pacific time. That's why we call it In Broad Daylight, among other reasons. (sighs) Anyway, you won't be surprised to know that the topic of today's episode is Donald Trump. People have been, understandably so, have been asking me what my thoughts are on the election since it has passed and it goddamn went the way it did. I got a lot of messages asking how it feels to be right, and to uh, just address that right now, it feels fucking awful. I did not want to be right. I just wanted people to take this threat seriously. And I guess they sort of did near the end, but it was a little too late by then, as we all learned. And, you know, I mean, I'm not here to point fingers, obviously, except at protest voters. We'll get to them later. But uh, like my, I guess my, my elevator pitch thoughts are what the fuck, America? What the hell just happened? Like it's bad enough. I consistently forget daylight savings time. Now I have to remember what weekend the purge falls on every year too? Fuck me. I mean, is this what counts as striking a blow against the establishment? Electing the one guy who can go bankrupt 25 times and still get a loan in this country? Way to stick it to the man, motherfuckers. That is like taking down McDonald's by voting for Burger King. You did not accomplish a goddamn thing. I mean, of course there's a caveat to what I just said in that everyone knows all of Trump's loans come from Russia these days. I'm assuming they just put the money in the same envelope as his marching orders from Vladimir Putin. Like, seriously, do people who compare Trump to Reagan not realize how much Reagan hated Russia? They were his mortal fucking enemy. There was a Genesis video about it and everything. Meanwhile, the only thing Russia loves more than Trump is drinking aftershave to catch a buzz. Trump couldn't have looked more like a Russian spy if he guest starred on a season of the fucking Americans. And if... This was a plot line on that show. The election was the episode where we'd all be like, man, they really jumped the shark this time. And I don't say that just because that episode would absolutely include a scene where Trump water skis over a shark, but also because the notion that a majority of Americans could be dumb enough to vote for a KKK-supported bigot who may or may not be on trial for raping a child soon, seems completely unthinkable. There's no way that many people could be that stupid. 
That's what people told me a year ago when I was saying Trump could win. No way can so many of us be that stupid. But here we are. And Donald Trump is the 45th president of the United States. Fucking yikes. So what now? Uh, do we move to Canada? That's what people are saying. But uh, fuck that. I mean, for starters, Canada isn't any more progressive than we are. It's, they're just us, but slower. Like, they just kicked their version of George W. Bush out of office. His name was Stephen Harper, and I've said it a million times, he was a racist piece of shit. But I said that to someone on Twitter not long after the election ended, and they were like, uh, yeah, but Stephen Harper didn't start a massive war. I mean, that's a fine point, but it really caught me off guard, uh, mostly because I didn't even know Canada had a fucking military, okay? You can't start a war without one of those. I doubt your fleet of weaponized polar bears is going to survive in the desert long enough to take out ISIS, but whatever. They got rid of their George Bush last year, and they elected their Obama. His name's Justin Trudeau. He's a treat of a man. He's young. He's handsome. He's progressive. He's like Obama if he was white and played hockey. So a way less interesting Obama, I guess. So now Canada feels good. They kicked their bigot out. They replaced him with a progressive problem solved. But see, that's exactly what we thought, too. We elected a black president. Boom, racism is over. But no, it wasn't. Instead, all that hate and fear that Bush brought to the surface just simmered for eight years until it finally boiled over in the form of us letting baby hands Hitler take power. It happened here. It can happen there, too. Moving to Canada is not the answer. For one thing, when Trump shuts down our borders for good, where do you think all of the immigrants who used to want to come here are going to want to go? They're going to want to go to Canada. And with a progressive leader in place like they have now, Canada will probably welcome them. But like I said... Everything that Stephen Harper, the same things George Bush brought to the surface, are waiting to bubble over in Canada right now. We talked about it on a podcast a few weeks ago. Hate crime, hate speech, right-wing extremism, it's all on the rise in Canada right now. If you add them taking in thousands more immigrants than they do now, add to that also Americans fleeing to Canada taking up their fucking resources and free health care. What do you think is going to happen in eight years when someone Trump-like runs in Canada? Are you really confident that they're going to vote that motherfucker down? Because I'm not. Canada seems more progressive right now, but they are absolutely following the same path we took to get Donald Trump. I'm not saying it'll definitely happen, but I am saying Canadians shouldn't get too fucking confident that it won't. But I guess we'll see, won't we? Ugh. I guess it's a good form of protest, though, moving to Canada. It uh, would have been a better form of protest than voting for Gary fucking Johnson or Jill Stein. I know I've seen tweets that are like, uh, if every person who voted for Stein or Johnson uh, voted for Hillary Clinton in Florida, she still wouldn't have won. Yeah, maybe, but that also leaves out that there's a huge flock of protest voters who just didn't vote. And I get it. These weren't the two greatest candidates of all time by any stretch of the imagination. 
But of all the elections to take that fucking stand, you decided to do it now with fucking Trump running? Not just with Trump running, but with a candidate running who is promising to do so many awful things. Why, of all the times, was this when you had to put your line in the ground? I I will never fucking understand it. But, you know, to each their own. I will never stop believing that most third-party voters were just Trump supporters without the backbone to say so. But it's fine. That is all done, and in the past, what happened happened, and this is the country we live in. And it's already pretty fucking awful. You don't have to look far to find numerous reports about hate crimes and just general nastiness on the part of Trump supporters. You know, seeing Muslims or black people, uh, any ethnicity, race, color that isn't white. Uh, Trump voters feel like they own the fucking country now. And it's terrifying, some of the things they're doing. And we're just barely a week in. We're not even a week in. He's not even the fucking president yet. He's the president-elect. He doesn't even take power till January, and shit is already falling apart. I mean, the people protesting obviously have it right. That's, uh, that's a start. Um, safety pins, I don't know. I mean, I would never criticize a person for doing that. We all deal with shit in our own ways. But I am also kind of on the fence about the notion of promoting uh, wearing identifying symbols in public when we've just elected a president who so very closely mirrors Hitler. Um, do, Do you get what I'm saying? The Nazis had special pieces of flair they made the Jews wear. Shout out to Office Space. I watched it the other night to cheer myself up. And it didn't work, but whatever. Also, I'm not 100% sure that wearing a safety pin in public won't just make you a target of those angry Trump supporters. Which is fine if you're a big, capable dude who can fight back or... uh, has a gun, hopefully. But if you're a single woman just out in public, if there's no Muslims around, they might just target you. And that, I know that sounds extreme, and hopefully I'm just overthinking it, but I'm just not convinced safety pins necessarily make this a safer place right now. That's all. But it's a personal choice. Do whatever you want. I don't give a fuck. I know there's people saying, oh, it's an empty gesture. Whatever. At least it's a gesture. It's it's more of a gesture than withholding your vote because one of the candidates deleted a bunch of emails, for fuck's sake. (sighs) So what are the next uh, four years going to be like? The thing about people asking me what it feels like to be right is I didn't just say Trump is going to win. I also said a lot of other things are going to happen after he's elected. And it still remains to be seen if those things will happen. But think about uh, those racists right now and deportations. 
that the deportations above anything else are what freaked me out about Trump and made me see him as such a threat because mass deportations never end well. And if you were under the impression he was going to lighten up on that issue, you only need to look at his 100 days plan, which he just released. Right off the bat, he's promising to deport 2 million illegal immigrants, but only the criminals which I just put in air quotes, because that can mean anything. That could mean someone who got busted for weed in a state that doesn't view it as medically necessary. That could be someone who got a DUI. It could be someone who got attacked on the fucking subway and fought back, and the police arrested them both. That could mean anything. He's going to round up two million of those people and deport them. But it says right in his plan that obviously some of these countries aren't going to take those people back because there are, there's countries right now that you just can't fucking go to if you have a DUI on your record. So then what happens? He says he'll cancel visas for people coming from those countries, but he never says what's going to happen to those people whose countries won't take them back. He's not just going to let them come back here. I'll let your imagination run with the fucking possibilities there. But we have precedents we can look back to throughout history that should tell you everything you need to know about how that fucking goes. Once neither country wants those people, it doesn't end well. Ever, 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 ever. So that's what really, above everything else, uh, made me nervous about Trump. And it's absolutely going to happen. Everything in his immigration plan, everything about his platform centers around deporting millions of people. And that that comes back to racists because, of course, they're fine with it in their mind because racists have a very narrow view of the world. And all they see in that case is, oh, good, Mexicans are getting kicked out of the country. But if you read a little deeper, everyone knows mass deportations are going to leave huge holes in the job market. You're an ignoramus if you think that just means farming jobs. Uh, you know people who will be deported in Trump's America. I promise you that. Because don't don't forget, like uh, a good portion of his immigration plan deals with canceling, not just deporting people, but canceling visa programs that bring uh, people who work in computer science and STEM fields over here also as cheap labor, which... That's an argument you can have uh, about whether that's a good thing or not. But those people are also going to be uh, swept up in Trump's immigration reform. And if you work an office job, you probably work with some of those people. Like, this isn't just fucking migrant farm workers who are going to get sent out of the country. This is people you probably know. So when you hear someone telling white people to stop saying it's going to be okay, that's probably why. Because what happened last Tuesday affects more people than most of us realize. And the thing is, all of these racists who are excited about the notion of, quote, foreigners getting kicked out of the country aren't looking at the big picture. That's going to leave holes in the market that need to be filled. Jobs, schools, schools need students. There will be a lot of students deported. It's not a thing that he'll have time 
to fix slowly. Those jobs will need to be filled right away. And he absolutely has a plan right on his website for how he's going to fill those jobs. I've said it a million times. He's going to take people from inner city areas, Baltimore, Chicago. He references those two places a lot in his campaign plans. He's going to take people from those areas and move them into the vacancies that deporting illegal immigrants leave. And what's that going to do if you're one of those racists who thought deporting Mexicans was going to make America yours again? Trump never, like, I mean, he did some racist shit. I mean, obviously he wouldn't rent to black people in the 70s. But he also at one point said he, in four years, will get 95% of the black vote. You don't say that because you don't have plans. It's no guarantee his plans are going to work. But contrary to their apparent expectations, Trump never promised these racist motherfuckers that black people were going anywhere. If Trump's deportations start paying off in the form of jobs and better lives for black people, what do you think the racists are going to be like then? They're going to feel like they've been sold out. And that's fine. I mean, obviously sell out your racist base. No one's going to get mad at that. And that's the thing. As this shit progresses, no one's getting mad about the things they realize they should be mad or fearful about. What no one's paying attention to or even mentioning is that what Trump is planning is just a transfer of wealth. And that's the kind of thing that almost perfectly divides people. Your average Trump supporter hears transfer of wealth and visions of Obama and socialism go dancing around in their head. Uh, Short of someone coming and taking their guns, uh, this transfer of wealth, which most of them don't even fucking have, is like their number one fear. And on the other side, you have uh, a lot of people in this country who think, hey, uh, a transfer of wealth, that... That's exactly what we need. Take money from the rich people and uh, give it to the rest of us. That is essentially what was on the ballot when it comes to Trump. Illegal immigration is a huge economy in this country. Uh, It keeps this country afloat in a lot of ways. And what Trump is proposing is taking all of the, the money and all of the wealth that has been accumulated, the entire uh, infrastructure that has been built up around illegal immigration and he wants to take that out from under the people who built it and give it to another group of people and even then even if you explained it that way to his racist base they'd still be fine with it because it's happening to mexicans they'll be less fine with a part where black people profit from it but they will be fine with it in that moment and that's when I'm sure everyone's familiar with the And Then They Came For Me uh, poem, which circulated uh, out of Nazi Germany. Uh, It was uh, first they came for the communists uh, and the intellectuals, blah, blah, blah. And then eventually they came for me. You're on board with this massive transfer of wealth now. That's uh, racists are on board with it. The wealthy people who voted for Trump are on board with it, even if they don't realize that's what they're voting for. But when that starts paying off dividends just to black communities, those racists aren't going to love that. And then if you think there's riots now, 
just wait until the fringe white racists who ushered Trump into office realize they are now the bottom of the totem pole in this country, which in all fairness is where they fucking deserve to be. But they're also going to have all the guns. And what happens when they fucking rise up and start rioting and tearing shit apart? What, let's say they, they eventually uh, decide, hey, everyone else is uh, benefiting in Trump's America. Where's ours? Who is going to give us ours? And that's when Trump could very rightfully turn to the rich white people who also helped get him into office and go, hey, they're right. Give them some of yours. You were fine with taking from the Mexicans and giving it to black people. Are you racist? Like, were you just racist? Or are you really a patriot who wanted to help out your fellow American? And what the fuck can you say then? No, I was just racist. I'm telling you, Trump is going to push really hard to try and prove that his policies are not based on racism. They absolutely are. But he's going to do everything in his power to make it seem like the people who oppose what he wants to do are the actual racists. Like, if you're in a sanctuary city right now, and I've said this before, if you're in a sanctuary city right now, how do you argue against the idea that illegal immigrants should have the opportunities that being in a sanctuary city provides, as opposed to uh, people living in high-poverty, high-crime areas in this country right now? Uh, you can't say, well, we can't send them back to their country. There's uh, too much violence. People in high-crime... <laughs> Areas are living in areas of extreme violence also. So then how do you argue against that? It's going to put a lot of people on the spot to make them explain why they're not the racist. So eventually we acquiesce to what he's... Like, we won't have a choice. He can, he can deport illegal immigrants freely. That's a law that's on the books. And especially with a Republican-controlled House and Senate. Don't think for a second there's anything stopping him from that. So eventually... Uh, we're kind of forced to give in and go, yeah, it's that's a good idea. Uh, these opportunities should be uh, going to black communities. Then what do you say for the when the, the white people, the white racists who feel like they're not being represented anymore, say, hey, who's sticking up for us? Uh, is someone going to uh, give theirs to us? And Trump goes to uh, rich people and says, hey, yeah, we need to uh, take some of yours and distribute it to uh, those fringe white racists. So we're all happy, finally. No one's going to say shit to that, especially if it means the end of the 1%. Because, yay, that has been the defining problem in this country forever. Except now there's no more 1%. There's just one. There's just one dude who has all the power. And suddenly it seems like everyone's on his side. And it's not, it's not because of racism. You, you voted for it. It's, it's for the best. It's what America wants. Of course, it's not what all of America wanted. It's definitely not the way to fix the problem. There is enough money to go around. We could just uh, invest in opportunities for people everywhere without potentially killing millions of uh, Mexicans. But mark my words, that's the path we're on now. As always, tell me I'm crazy. Tell me I'm wrong. That's fine. I, as always, I hope I am. But I also suspect that's the kind of shit we're going to have to uh, deal with in the next few years. I know it sounds extreme and I know it sounds crazy, but uh, 
deporting millions of people is extreme and crazy, and it's going to lead to extreme and crazy shit. So I was right about Trump being elected. I hope I'm wrong about everything else. I hope this is the most normal, non-interesting, inconsequential presidency of all time. I hope the four years come and go. I hope nothing changes. I hope America is still the shithole it is now because it could get so much worse. But I'm not so confident. That's why I was uh, worried about Trump in the first place. That's why I'm still worried now. I guess we'll see what happens. America, good luck. Sorry this wasn't funnier.